This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I was fresh out of high school and uh, I lived a, a, a promiscuous life, first of all, and a life of drugs. I used drugs as well as drink, used drugs, drink, uh, until I just got to the point to where I, I overindulged in crack cocaine, uh, which led to my experience um, one morning waking up and uh, doing my daily routine, uh, stretching and yawning, and uh, one stretch, I believe, caused a heart attack. I felt my heart beating real fast, and as my heart was beating real fast, I, I went off into a coma-like state and uh, I just remember bright lights, uh, one being red and one being real bright. And uh, I felt myself drifting. As I was drifting, uh, I was begging not to, not to die. But as I, I was begging not to die, I can, I can, it was one thing to see the light, but then to hear the, hear the voices, one telling me just to come on and one telling me, I'll give you another chance. And so at that point, I thought to make a commitment that to God, if he let me, allowed me to live, that I would live for him to, until the day I die. I just wasn't ready at that time. As we were coming through a um, intersection, the light was red and I was slowing down to stop. And when I took my foot off the brake and then put it on the gas to go ahead and, you know, go ahead, kind of coast through the light, um, the last thing I remember is taking my foot off the brake and I was coasting through the intersection and then the next thing I knew I was in a different place. It was kind of like sheer material all around me. It was a light and it was like a, a golden color and um, it was kind of like what I think of as being in a cocoon. Um, it was really warm, and I could see someone just on the other side of the material, or the you know the, on the outside of the cocoon, um, that I knew was my dad. After it seemed like I had been there for quite a while, I remember looking down to my left and looking you know pretty pretty far down, and um, I could see my family. They each you know, had their own combination of colors that were, you know, like swirling around their bodies and yet coming out in rays. And that was when I knew that, that it was time to go back. And the next thing that I knew, then I was, you know, I was waking up and the nurses were telling me that I had been in a wreck. <laughs> it was Sunday, May 5th, 1991. Um, I was in Brookside Estates off of 161 at a friend's house. We were home alone. We started playing in the hot tub. The ends of my hair got caught in the pump of the hot tub. Um, it pulled me underwater. 
I remember being underwater, looking out of the water. The friends I was with thought that I was joking. Um, once they realized I was stuck, um, one of them ran downstairs to get scissors. The other one went to call 911. Um, 911 actually had failed that day and never responded. It rang busy. They tried over and over again. Um, I probably held my breath for a minute, a little over a minute, and I can remember saying to myself, I can't hold it any longer. I'm going to let it in. Um, I blacked out probably at that point. They put me in the ambulance. While I was in the ambulance, I can remember them asking me my name, date, you know, what year it was. Um, last thing I remember before I went into a coma was one of the doctors saying, she's about to go into shock. She's going to go into a coma. She's going to be in the coma for four months if she comes out of it at all. That's the last thing I remember. Um, then I was in a coma in Children's Hospital. On the fifth day of the coma, um, I talked this out loud. My mother was to the right of me. I started screaming, get this guy out of my room, get this guy out of my room. My mom's confirming there's nobody in the room. She went and got one of the nurses. As I looked up laying in the bed, um, a guy, he was very tall. He has long, dark hair, a long, dark beard, trench coat. He had red eyes and he had a knife. And behind him is the, was a bright light. As he was walking towards me, the light got stronger and stronger. I'm screaming, get this guy out of my room, get this guy out of my room. To the left, I look up to my left and I see an image. There was really no body, um, a lot of white. It was a girl, she was probably my age, 10 or 11. She had blonde hair and blue eyes and she looked at me and smiled. Um, I looked back at her, smiled. She walked from the left of me to the end of my bed, grabbed the guy by his wrist, the knife dropped, his eyes turned blue. He turned around, walked out of the door. The light did follow him out the door, shut the door, which didn't really get shut. And that's when I woke up from my coma. When I saw the guy come into my room, I think that was my choice whether to live or die. Um, and obviously I chose to live. And I believe there is a reason behind that. I don't know what it is yet. I have not found it yet, but I truly believe there's a reason why I'm here. To me now, I'm excited about what's what's coming next instead of being fearful about it. I'm, you know, kind of looking forward to it, but yet I'm happy to be here too. <laughs> I think that at that point I became a, a hardcore believer that one can really die and not come back. But I had the opportunity to come back to share it and I'm glad that I did.